Welcome to Janie's Way, a space where inspiration meets auctionable wisdom. Today, we'll be diving into the art of daily alignment with a focus on mindset, awareness, and the creation of transformative habits. I want to introduce my guest, Lucy Bird Hope, author of the book, Daily Alignment. Get ready to shift your mindset and lay the foundation for lasting change. All right, let's get started. Hi, I want to welcome Lucy Bird Hope to Janie's Way uh, show. I'm so, so excited to, to see you, Lucy, and bring you expertise, your amazing stories, and, and your uh, knowledge, and everything you give to humanity, and improving everybody's life, at, at least I feel that way. And amazing story you got, uh, for sure. Lucy, you want to introduce yourself, how much you've done, and I know you're a wonderful mindset coach and uh, entrepreneur and uh, an author of the book and all the good stuff. I can't wait to open the conversation with you. Yes, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so excited to be here. So yes, my name is Lucy Bird Hope, and I am an author. I wrote a book called Daily Alignment, which is a compilation of tools to help balance your body, mind, and spirit. And I also am a holistic guide and mindset coach. And I also co-own a holistic beverage company called Holism. So anything mind, body, spirit, sign me up. <laughs> How do you even find time to do all of that? <laughs> I will say these three ventures arose really organically in my life. So they're almost like an extension of me. I got into all three of them after a really painful period in my time, a painful period in my life. And it led me to seek new things and alternative medicine. I, I would wake up every day just feeling awful. I would have anxiety and depression. And throughout the day, I would learn different ways to feel better, whether it was from a friend or a therapist or literature I was reading. By the end of the day, I'd be doing okay. But then the next morning, I would wake up feeling absolutely awful again. Those automatic negative thoughts would come right away. And so I decided to circumvent this by writing the things that I learned that helped me during the day down on a piece of paper and putting that paper right by my bed. And the moment my eyes fluttered open in the morning, I would grab that paper and read from it. And eventually that paper became pages on pages and I self-found it into a book and I was encouraged to publish it. And that's where daily alignment came from. So it was really neat to see how my pain became my purpose. Wow, that's an amazing story. A lot of people will be suffering in pain, got, it, got in their shelf and, and continue to suffer. And look at you, you turn your pain into your purpose. That's uh, amazing. I don't know many people able to do that. That's so incredible. Wow. So how, how did it start? It was one habit, one book. Uh, who really inspired you on that incredible journey? Yeah, it's a great question. It was a compilation of so many things. I was reading literature and 
different techniques from great spiritual teachers like Abraham Hicks and Deepak Chopra and Eckhart Tolle and these wonderful Michael Singer. And I was getting such great wisdom and I would kind of take like the really juicy nuggets that I had learned and write those down. So the book Daily Alignment is really like each concept is almost like bullet pointed. Each concept is just a page or two long. And I did that really for myself because when I was in that time of crises, I couldn't focus enough to absorb a full book or traditional narrative. I just needed the really core things just right there in front of me, easy and simple to read. So that's kind of how it just evolved naturally. So did you like uh, read every book and figure out what works for you and put your own twist to it and kind of incorporate it in your daily life? Is that how it evolved for you? Yeah, some of that. There was definitely some of reading and studying the masters and then applying that or interpreting it myself. And then there was also a lot of my own work. I delved really deeply into psychology. I've always loved psychology. I majored in psychology at University of Texas. And so I've loved delving into different types of therapy, like cognitive behavioral therapy, somatic therapy, existential therapy, and really cultivating what have, comes up for me out of that, what tools come out of that, what ways to align and what ways to really be my best self that come out of that. And then some things would just be random words of advice from friends or family that just were the right thing that I needed at exactly the right time. And I would write it down and remember it and then would later put it in my book. So your love for psychology didn't just start. It sounds like it started a long time ago, isn't it? Yes, very true. I've always loved, I've been fascinated by the connection between our minds and our bodies and how much power our mental landscape has over our life. I mean, it's really almost like the world that we live is the world that we perceive and our thoughts are, are the foundation of this perception. So anytime that we can harness the power of our thoughts and the power of our emotions in a, in a positive way can be really beneficial. Well, how do you harness the power of your thoughts? What, what are the best top tools from you? I know you have, what, 80 or 85 tools at least in your tool bucket, at least that I know of, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Great question. So I'll give you my favorite three. And these I do myself from the moment I wake up throughout the day. So it's it's two great ways to get into your body and, and your mind. So when we tap into our parasympathetic nervous system, that's that calm, restful state. It's the opposite of being in fight or flight which is that evolutionary reaction to danger that shuts off our prefrontal cortex and has us operating from primitive and survival-based thought processes. So whenever our fight or flight is triggered, we want to pause. And whenever we're not in our parasympathetic nervous system, we want to get into it. So two really easy ways to do that are to do what's called box breathing. So these are deep intentional breaths for a certain amount of counts that make it like a box. So you can breathe in for four counts, hold for four counts, breathe out for four counts, and hold for four counts. And you can do that a couple of times, and it's actually been shown to neutralize our electromagnetic sphere that's around us. So it's a really wow. powerful breathing technique. And then another really easy thing to tap into is simply labeling anything in your environment that you can sense. 
so that you can see, that you can taste, that you can smell, that you can touch, and that you can hear. Hearing is actually our fastest sense. Evolutionarily, that helped our ancestors be readily alerted of approaching danger. But now we can use it as a hack, as the fastest sense to get into, to get out of our minds. So anytime you're caught in those swirling thoughts, if you can just get into your body by tapping into your senses, you are automatically grounded and out of those thoughts. So hearing is my favorite one, just simply lifting anything you can hear in your environment. And that sense can sharp, will sharpen for you as you play that game. So maybe you hear like the hum of a fan or an air conditioner unit or birds chirping or your breath or the sounds of movement. There are really subtle sounds always going on around us that we can tap into to get out of our mind. And my third favorite technique that I love is called focusing on positive aspects. So this is simply observing your environment and highlighting anything that is positive as opposed to negative. So this could be the pleasing color of paint on your wall. This could be a beautiful shirt that you're wearing. This could be wonderful room temperature. This could be the beauty of sunlight streaming in the room. It's really literally anything that is positive in your environment that brings you joy, that uplifts you, that fulfills you. And you just label and note those things and that builds momentum of positivity and can attract more positive things in your life. So those are some of my super favorites, just like a little one, two, three. Do a round of box breathing, tap into your senses of listening and highlight the positive aspects around you. That's awesome. Lucy, does a box breathing, does it matter four or five or six breaths or is it individual? That's a great question. Even one breath will help. I like to do three rounds. I feel like three rounds I've really tapped into it. And can you clar clarify when you uh, say listening, do you just, when you in a bad moment or overwhelmed with some anxiety, just kind of uh, tune in into your listening and be quiet for a moment to, to, so you can listen to your environment? Exactly. So when you are actively engaged with your sense of listening, you are moved away from being involved in your thoughts. So it's a way of redirecting your focus to be in your body and in the present moment and grounded where you're really being your best self. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Okay, well, po positive labeling, that's an interesting concept. How is that different from gratitude? Yeah, yeah great question. So it's a little bit different in that with gratitude, you're reaching for something overarching to be grateful for. Like sometimes if I'm thinking, oh, I'm grateful for my life, then my mind gets involved and tries to tell me all these things that are wrong with it. Whereas when I'm simply labeling what's positive as opposed to negative in my immediate environment, there is less of a resistance or a detachment or space for the mind to get involved. Oh, so when, when the gratitude, it may be a little bit negative uh, connotation there, maybe some angle, right? Well, sometimes, for some people, sometimes, yeah. Well, we, you do la label positive things, there's no agenda there, basically, right? Exactly, exactly. You're just noticing positive, and when you notice positive, well, uh, as Abraham said, you get more positive, right? Yep, yep, you got that right. Momentum builds on momentum. It's like the snowball effect. So if you can let your snowball be filled of positive things and then keep snowballing into more positive things, that can be a lot of fun. 
Do you, do you feel like the most important part of the day is the morning to start your day uh, on the right foot, so to speak? Yes, absolutely. That's a great question. I feel like it's really important to align. Alignment being one of my favorite words, it's almost like a, being balanced. Being aligned is like being balanced, being in harmony, being at your optimal place physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I think that it is wonderful to get aligned right from the start of the day, because as we were just discussing, momentum builds on momentum, energy builds on energy. So when you set your day starting out with a from a place of alignment, then you are much more likely to be aligned as you go throughout your day, as opposed to trying to find it later on. It's like setting yourself up for success, putting your best foot forward. How's that different from uh, having the day before a vision for the next day of being an awesome day? Ooh, it's beautiful. It's totally aligned. Yeah, I like I, I love that. I say the more techniques and tools you can incorporate, the better. I love envisioning a, that I will have a beautiful day the night before I go to bed. And then the moment I wake up, I do my one, two, three. I take a round of box breathing, I tap into my listening, and I label what's positive around me. And it helps me just carry that momentum. I love the idea, though, of visualizing positivity and beauty in your day and in your future. It's really powerful. Do you feel like visualization is more like a painting, uh, a, a beautiful painting, as a, um, it help you become your own uh, uh, artist? how you can create your own day, your own life, more of a creator than an innocent standby person. Exactly. I love this idea of thinking of your life as a picture you're painting. One of the metaphors that I really resonate with is visioning myself as a blank page out of a book and I hold the pen. It's like a blank canvas, a blank page. And I'm the one in charge. We're all the one in charge. And so I love the idea of envisioning this beautiful picture and then walking that path every day in order to reach it. It's like a way of directing myself. When I have that vision in front of me, it's like a way of aligning myself with that vision on a daily basis. And then eventually it manifests. To me, creating a vision is uh, being a creator, an artist, someone that have uh, a way and ability to not just stand there and feel like you're a victim of any circumstances. Yeah, it's really empowering to know that you hold the pen or the paintbrush, that we're all the creators of our own life and that we're all, we all come from creation and we all create on a daily basis, whether it's making our breakfast or figuring out a specific route to drive on. We're always creating. It's just about harnessing that and being intentional about it. Isn't that amazing? Just know, I think the knowing that we have that power is already so empowering in itself. Exactly, exactly. It's the first step. It's like cultivating that relationship. Like I have a positive relationship with being empowered. I have a positive relationship with writing my own book or my own canvas, painting it, um, cultivating that, that nurtured relationship. Yeah. I know a big, a big thing that you talk about is having the awareness as, as number one step in getting unstuck and getting out of the feeling of anxiety or depression or any other difficult situation, can you 
um, elaborate on that a little more? Yeah, definitely. It Awareness is the first step because until we're aware of something, we can't really change it. So it's just being aware first. So something that I like to play with a game is to see where I am and where I want to be in terms of my different bodies, my physical body, my mental, my emotional, and my spiritual body. And I'll work with clients like this as well. So like physically, where are you now and where do you want to be in terms of what's important to you physically? Maybe that's your nutrition or your exercise or your self-care routine, whatever matters to you. And where do you want to be? And having where you are now and where you want to be laid out, having thought through that can help bring you what's going to bridge that gap for you. Becoming aware is the first step to being able to bridge it. And then you can do the same thing mentally. What are your thoughts like? What's your self-talk like? Where do you, where is it now? Where do you want to be emotionally, similarly, and, and spiritually as well? That bridge, the, the, so awareness is the, right, where we start and where we want to be, will that be our outcome or destination it what's in between you just have to uh be careful which way you're you're going to guide that energy isn't it which way you're gonna allow it to flow exactly that's where the tools are coming in right exactly yeah how do you incorporate ricky and your shamanic studies in your practice yeah so when i see clients one-on-one it's usually when I do the healing sessions. So Reiki is a Japanese healing art. Rei means spiritually conscious and Ki means life force. So Reiki is its own spiritually conscious life force that I as a Reiki practitioner have been attuned to the frequencies and the vibrations of, which allows me to channel Reiki into the client. And then the Reiki itself is so high vibrational that it goes into the client's aura and physical and non-physical body and all lower vibrations are forced to just break apart and fall away. And when that high vibration is flowing through your body, that's when your organs and your cells are optimally thriving. So I loved studying Reiki and learning about it. And when I see clients one-on-one, basically what I do is initially start with guiding them in some meditations, breathing, sensory exercises, body scans, some of what we've mentioned here, and get them in a really open, grounded place. And then I will guide them in some emotional release meditations as well, cutting energetic cords, forgiveness of their self, healing of their inner child, those sort of things. And then I will perform the Reiki. I will channel the energy as I'm guided to. And then I'll usually bring the client back with some sound therapy, singing bells or rain sticks, because those vibrations can be really healing too. Mm, Sound therapy. That's interesting. Wow. The more healing modalities, the better. How did you get in, uh, Ricky, uh, what, what influenced you to get into that? Yeah, so it really came out of that pain that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a lot of physical pain. My, my thoughts had been painful that manifested into painful emotions, which manifested into physical pain. And mm-hmm. so I was doing things like getting massages. And um, the massage therapist I met with said, based on what you're going through, I would recommend Reiki. 
and I had never heard of it. And I said, sure, go for it. That was the beauty of the pain. It was motivating me to do new things. And after I received the Reiki, I felt so much better that I decided to go get certified myself so that I could do it on myself as much as I wanted. And a couple certifications in, my teacher said, why don't you start your own practice? Sure, and- why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's what I've been doing for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What are the, do you do any specific uh, evening rituals or is it just meditation? Yeah, I do. I have a lot of rituals that I use in my life. I really like to incorporate each of the elements. So fire, I love lighting candles. Earth, I love grounding with crystals. Water, I love drinking water, showering, taking Epsom salt baths. And wind, I incorporate, that's more the meditation, the mind. So yeah, I really incorporate different practices throughout the day to keep me in alignment. And I have certain ones at different times of the day. At night, I like to light a candle and I like to bring in my crystals and I like to do a little light reading, like guidance, spiritual type reading, and then a little calming of my mind to tap into each of those elements. Uh, Lucy, how would you help uh, any entrepreneur that feels stuck and overwhelmed in their journey and feels like there's something missing, like they're trying so hard, but they're not able to get to their to their outcomes? How would you support them in, if they feel stuck? What's the first couple of steps they need to do before they come ask for help to somebody else? Yeah, great question. I would say initially... It's about realigning your energy. So it's not even really like a big initial step I tell other entrepreneurs or clients to take. It's really just about cultivating the relationship with whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. So if as an entrepreneur, you're wanting more success or abundance or whatever it is, you can just start saying mantras like, I have a positive relationship with success. I have a positive relationship with my entrepreneurial venture. I have a positive relationship with my well-being. I have a positive relationship with bringing in new habits that are going to help me be the best entrepreneur I can be. So it's just kind of like a step before the step where you're just nurturing and laying that soil, kind of like tending to the soil before you plant in it. And just creating more of a lighter, easier, more positive flow around the energy of whatever it is that you're wanting to bring in. Well, that's awesome. Would you say if you ever get stuck, you would, you could, using affirmations such as I have positive relationship that could be with anything, my well-being, uh, my good habits, uh, loving loving the body I'm in, any of that, that should help, uh, right? Yes, 100%, 100%, because the, the power is all within each of us. Well-being and success and abundance and love are natural and coming and flowing towards all of us. It's just about aligning ourselves with the tools and the habits and the skills that bring it in and cultivate it that's awesome i i heard the rumor that you're getting downloads from higher ups talk about that a little (laughs) sure (laughs) sure i i do i believe that we all do and have abilities to do this i love 
getting into alignment and getting into a quiet inward space and then receiving the guidance that comes through from my inner being and my higher power and source. Yeah, definitely. I, I refer to those as downloads, but it's basically getting myself as a clear and open and aligned place and then receiving the information that's coming from the, the higher powers that be. And I feel like we all can ease and can tap into that, you know? When you say we all can tap in that, how would one even attempt to connect and see about getting the, uh, those downloads and feeling the connection every single day instead of being disconnected, out of control, overwhelmed, and just spinning, going in circles all day, every day? Yeah, so a lot of it is is getting to know essentially that that voice in your head. So here's a game that we can play. This is a concept by Michael Singer. Let's from play games. Another yeah. soul. So his concept is basically that you have a voice in your head that's separate from you. And the way you can identify that is to just pause and take a moment and inside your head, don't say anything out loud, but inside your head, just say hello. So inside your head, just have it say, hello. Now, did you experience anything with that? Like for me, I I like, I see the letters H-G-L-L-O and then I kind of like hear it, it like around here. It's like a little hello. <laughs> Do you experience anything? I, um, not, not, not really. Cause it, it almost feels like you have to kind of develop the develop like anything else, or is it not exactly? I, you 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 totally are developing it, and this is just kind of the baby step to see. Like generally, a lot of us hear our mind working or talking all the time. So this is just a way of really harnessing. Okay, my mind is talking. So. If it works for you, it's just a concept to play with. Maybe it's not hello, you know, any word that you can think of to say in your mind. You just say it and see how that kind of feels. Mm -hmm. And the concept is that if you can hear something, then it cannot be you. It's basically like there's you and then there's this voice in your mind that you can play with in order to start hearing. And you are the subject and the voice is the object, a subject is perceiving of an object. A subject cannot be an object itself. Do you see what I mean? Wow. So it's like, this is the developing concept. This is again, a Michael Singer concept, but it's just a way of to start nurturing that voice in your head, like to start hearing it. And then you can nurture your relationship with it. So it's like, okay, I have this voice in my head. That's kind of like my mind. So I can notice how often it comments on my day, how extreme it can sound, and how sometimes it feels like it's guiding me. And the first thing you can do is to start nurturing it so it's more of you guiding the voice. It's more of the voice being secondary. It's more of you being like a witness to the voice, an observer of all these things. So that's kind of like the first interplay of you and your mind and then as you're nurturing and developing, it's just an explorative journey, really. It's just experimental. And then as you're playing with those concepts, you can start inner working and hearing the difference in receiving a voice or a download from your higher self. So there's kind of you, then there's your mind, 
And then there's this higher voice coming in. And those three aspects are really interesting to play with and to nurture and to experiment with in a way that you can start over time separating them and knowing when guidance is coming in from above. Usually we'll feel more clear and more positive and you'll just feel amazing when it comes in, like really beautiful energy coming into your body. But it's just about experimenting with it and, and playing with it. Is that it will feel like more like a warmth or a light or something similar to that? Yeah, a, a light is a good way to put it. For me, it's it's really a a visceral feeling, I would say. It's like mm -hmm. a a lightness of so maybe it's like a light feeling as opposed to a light, but it's different for everyone. My experience is very different from other people I've talked to and how they receive downloads and, and guidance. Hmm. Is, is that something that people call intuition or in your opinion, intuition is something different than download? And if they are, how are they different? I would say they are identical, yes, definitely. I would say that intuition, that's what's coming from that higher self, that source that is is more of that divine wisdom. So a lot of people say, well, I you need to kind of see if you can develop your intuition, then you'll have be less confused, will have more clarity. And the only way to really do it is just kind of decide it and focusing that's something you want to do and maybe start with baby steps, right? Definitely, definitely. I'd start with those mantras. I have a positive relationship with my intuition. I have a positive relationship with developing my intuition. I have a positive relationship with being curious about my intuition. Whatever really allows you to nurture that groundwork and then step in, step into it more from that place of alignment. I like the one you said, I, I, I am developing my, curious about developing my intuition. Yes, Cur yes. Curiosity is where everything starts, isn't it? Like you, it really is. It's, yeah. To me, it's curiosity and exploration, being able to, willing to explore and kind of play. I like games. Let's play some more games. Come on. What other games? What other games? Games? We, we forget sometimes. That's, that's how we learn as children, is by playing games, by engaging in new activities. And that's, didn't you say, I heard you say that before, by learning new things, uh, those Chem, good feeling chemicals are kind of rushing in it and make us feel good and goes it makes us like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well I'll give you an interesting one so this is called a cranial nerve reset so we have a cranial nerve that when it's reset by this very easy exercise it helps to align us and reduce physical pain and increase feelings of serenity so it's usually done, you can do it laying on the ground, but you can very easily do it sitting up. So basically you'll just close your eyes and take a breath and you'll just rate the level of pain or discomfort if you know, from zero to 10 and your um, neck and your head, that kind of area. Just, you know, to yourself, get a awareness about it. And then you'll take a deep breath and you will simply turn solely your eyeballs to the left all the way for about a minute. 
And so it's all internal, nothing external. It's just my eyeballs that are moved all the way to one side, either the right or the left for about a minute. And if you suddenly yawn or sigh, go ahead and bring your eyes back to center. That just means your cranial nerve did reset. Um, and otherwise you can do it for about a minute. And then just for us being on this call, I will go ahead and switch to the other side. So you will just bring your eyes back to center and reset and take a breath. And then just move only your eyeballs, none of your body, just your eyeballs, all the way to the other side, as far to the other side as you can for about a minute or until you suddenly yawn or sigh, anything like that. That means it's been reset. So I haven't given you the full minute here just for the sake of our call, but I'm curious if you bring your eyes back to center, if you feel any better. Oh, wow, that was great. And we didn't even do a minute on each side. I don't think so. Wow. Really neat. There's a lot of, of science behind it. It's a wonderful exercise. Well, so it's resetting our uh, cranial nerves, you said? Yes. Yes. Wow. That, that's, that's amazing. You, you know what I also felt? It's like it put me into almost like it put me in my own body. Like this is the only thing I was focusing. It's like I was internalizing my energy, which is me in my internal energy. That was awesome. I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, it's a fun one. Games. That that's where, where that's where the fun is. Playing games. <laughs> I'll, we'll do a couple more. So this one is more conceptually, but it's it's um a beautiful concept that's very fun to play with. So this is called feeding the good wolf, and basically the story. Wow, is wow. that's already exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a native american legend wow, wow. and basically um there was a cherokee grandson that asked his cherokee grandfather to tell him the ways of life and he said my son there's a fight and it's going on inside all of us and it's between two wolves and one is bad it is resentment and anger and jealousy and insecurity and lies and ego and superiority and shame and the other is good it is joy and hope and love and faith and forgiveness and empathy and compassion and truth and the grandson said well which one will win and the grandfather simply replied the one you feed yeah. And I love embracing that metaphor. I do see it as as maybe almost like a game. It's just something to play with which one I'm feeding. And it's really powerful to run my thoughts by which the test of which wolf am I feeding and see see what I'm really doing. Wow, that that's amazing. But uh, just which one you feed? If you feed the positive, the more positive will come. And Overall, positive result will just raise the vibrations, right? Yes, yes, yes. What other way raising vibration? Meditation, groundwork, breathing, any other quick tools like if people can do during the day? Yeah, definitely. So a really neat one I like is for times of crises or overwhelm or just when you really want that clarity pretty much immediately. So 
This one is a neat one called uh, activating your mammalian dive response. Wow. And okay. so, yeah, it's a neat way of tapping into what happens to your body automatically when you go underwater. So this way is you simply get a really cold washcloth and put it around this part of your face. It needs to cover your forehead, your nose, and above your lip, like this area. Or if you're really brave, simply dip your face in an ice, ice bath. Basically, whatever gets your face this area really cold. I like the washcloth better. But what it does is it tricks your body into thinking it's suddenly underwater. And the changes that occur autom automatically are a lowering of your pulse, a lowering of your heart rate, and an increase of the flow of blood to your brain, which increases your cerebral functionings. So mm -hmm. it's been scientifically shown that within 30 seconds of doing this activity, cerebral thought increases and the body returns to a calmer state. So it's a neat one, just a little hack. Awesome. awesome. What are the things to get more into parasympathetic uh, nervous system response when you're anxious? Yeah, yeah. So definitely start with some breathing. I mentioned the box breathing. That's a good one. Tap into your senses. And then you can also do what's called a body scan. That is just mentally scanning your body. Like envision that you're shading your body in with a pencil. That's a way to do it. But basically, it's just mentally scanning your body from your heels to your head or your head to your toes your lower body, your legs, your pelvis, your torso, your arms, your head, your neck, and just bringing awareness to those areas of your body has been scientifically shown to lower cortisol and be beneficial over time and immediately. It's just a way of tapping into the grounding of your body, kind of like you mentioned with that exercise, it gets you into your body, which removes your attention from your thoughts, which is usually where fight or flight is going wild. So getting into your body is a great way to get out of fight or flight and breathing, getting into your senses and scanning your body are really easy ways to do that. So how, how would you uh, bring awareness to one part of your body? What if people not sure how to do it and they've never done it before? How do you bring awareness? Totally, totally. So I will say I offer a guided body scan for free on my website if, if you're called to. But you can also just play with this. You can, if you enjoy reading, you can write the different parts of your body down and then just read off of it. That's what I do in my book. I just have it listed by, okay, now you're scanning and I list each part of your body. And that's how I guide myself in a lot of the scans just by saying, okay, my feet and then putting my attention there and just playing with it. Maybe it takes a little bit to get used to it. That's totally normal. But the idea is that whenever you receive parts of your body that are experiencing certain sensations like pain, mm -hmm. you're just scanning it as an observer. So you're not adding judgment or resistance or, oh, I wish I didn't feel this way. You're just as a neutral observer and a witness mentally scanning each part of your body, which allows the muscles there to relax and release. And you can let go of what you've been carrying and kind of realize how much you've been tensing up your body. That's what happens when I do it. All of a sudden, when I'm mentally scanning like my jaw, I'll realize I was clenching it. You said jaw, I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm doing it too. <laughs> it's like automatically kind of like relax. So that was, that was interesting. <laughs>
Yeah. And see, you wouldn't know it's, this is really about that awareness. It's bringing awareness to your body so that you can, can release things that aren't serving you anymore. Isn't, isn't it something how we're running around, rushing, doing this and this, that we don't have, don't even have an awareness that our muscles, our body parts tense up. And then it's, it's the physiological response to emotional stress, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And that's the beauty of the system that if for some reason we don't notice, our body will alert us after long enough when it manifests into physical pain. That's our body saying, hello, you know, I really am getting your attention here. We really need to do some inward realigning. And so, yeah. So pain is actually good is, is a warning sign. You have to stop and breathe or stop or pay attention stop and do something about it at least bring the awareness figure out where the pain is coming from right it's not anything to be scared of is is the warning sign to say stop something is not going right wouldn't you say that correct exactly exactly what is this going to teach me how is this going to serve me what am i going to learn from this how am i going to evolve from this how am i going to be better as a result of this it's like seeing it as a catalyst for transformation and a motivation to move in a new direction that's exactly what you did. You didn't give in into pain. You keep looking for more and more and new ways of figuring out uh, first how you can help yourself. And then after you figure out how to help yourself, you're helping others now. That, isn't that amazing, huh? I really appreciate that. That touches my heart. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I will say to for anyone who is experiencing pain, I mean, I was I definitely what a lot has come out of my pain, but I was in the pain for a while and it mm. was, it was really intense. What's a while? <laughs> um, I mean, long enough to be honest, to become, to become suicidal. Oh you know? my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was just really difficult, but and I just only share that to resonate with anyone who is in pain and is thinking, oh, you know, you turned it so quickly to purpose. Like, no, there was a while there where I was just in pain and I didn't know what I was doing. But eventually I did get there. It's, it's all about trying to look from a different angles and trying to figure out uh, how to get to the other end of that bridge, isn't it? Oh, yes. Who was the most... Who who would you think? I'm sure you have a lot of different clients. Some more challenging than others. Some more fun. Uh, tell me a story about the most fun client you had. <laughs> what a great question! I will say um, one. I really enjoy all of my healing sessions. I mean, everyone wherever they are is exactly where they're meant to be, and I'm happy to work with them in that space. I will say one of my favorite healing sessions was with a client who is of a very spiritual descent. And after the healing was over, he asked if I would be willing to play a game with him and just see what if he could um, in his mind, like send me things basically. And it was really neat. We did, we did some of the, one of the one I'll never forget. He said, okay, I'm calling in a symbol and I'm sending it to you. And I sat there and I breathed and I meditated and I sensed the energy. And I said, I see a butterfly 
which would tell me transformation. And he said, I was sending you the energy of transformation. It was one of the coolest moments for sure of my life. <laughs> wow. wow, that's amazing. And it goes back to game, isn't it? There you go, playing the game. <laughs> it's just about make, having fun and and going back to seeing life as a joyous, like a playground. And yeah, sometimes on a playground, you fall down and you scrape your knees and you get hurt. But there are so, there's just unlimited potential um, with play. That goes back to positive and negative energy. Yin and yang, right? No one without the other. It's uh, Esther or Abraham calls it contrast. We need yes. to see the contrast. And if we see the challenges we're going through, is, is it that contrast, instead of being wrapped out and saying like, I can't get out of it, it's just to eat as a contrast and figuring out how we can learn from this and how we can grow from this, that, that will make a big difference in people's lives. Don't you agree? Exactly, yes. Contrast, what we don't want, is just there to show us clarity, what we do want. So anytime we're in a situation where we're, this isn't what I want, this is going wrong, oh no, we just take that moment of awareness okay, this is the contrast. So what do, where does that mean the clarity lies? And let me turn in that direction. Isn't that something? Ama amazing. Do you feel like things in your childhood had a part to do with your journey that you were able to, you know, cultivate now? Do you think something in your childhood was always there and you just wasn't aware of it? Yeah, I definitely do. I really resonate with a belief that we come here and we want certain things out of our childhood to help us build certain skills that we want to get out of this life. So again, reframing it, I suppose, in a more positive way. Um, but I do subscribe to that. So I do believe our childhoods are very important in developing us and shaping us in the direction that we want to evolve. So for me, yeah, my childhood was very loving. It also was a childhood that got me into a space of certain things in my childhood took place that made me want to figure out why the mind wants to do certain things, which is why I got into psychology. Basically, I wanted to know why do we want to do the things that we do? Why? And that was what has led to so much of my life. That's your curiosity. Why, 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 why? You don't just ask why when you're two or three. You have to continuously asking yourself, why, 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 why? <laughs> and then hopefully you, you explore more and learn and figure out how, how you can better yourself and everybody around you like you did in your example. But it's a journey. It doesn't happen overnight because... The skills that you develop it took you a little bit more than overnight. I'm certain of that, right? <laughs> yes, you are correct. It's really about that old saying, it's the journey, not the destination. The evolution is the point, not where we're, I'm evolving to. It's the whole process of evolving is the goal. Don't you feel sometimes like, okay, you wanted to learn something and you learn that like no matter what it was like you Ricky, like you take one class and another and then you get to the mastery level and I say this is great I love it I'm practicing now what else do I want to learn because that's that's part of the journey 
It's like, that's why a lot of people are like, well, I, I just want that particular thing. Once I get there, I will be happy. But that's not evolving. That's not one, one, that one thing is not going to make you happy for the rest of your life. Learn, to me, learn, learning and being curious and learning new, new skills, new things, that's what keeps us going. That's keep, what gives us energy. That's what gives us a passion and fire us every fire up our, our internal alignment to, to be that next level, to evolve, to grow. I think that's, that's part, part, part of who we are. We're here to grow and learn and evolve and, and co-create with amazing humans like we're doing right now with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. That's the spark. That is that desire summoning is the spark, is the life force. Yeah, I I, to I totally believe that. Let's not to forget uh, about your entrepreneurship and uh, your all of your uh, businesses that you started. Uh, do you want to just quickly uh, tell people uh, what uh, you developed some drinks? Uh, with your partner yeah. yeah so holism is a holistic beverage company and that one interestingly came out of the same pain i was going through as i mentioned the mental plane became who would have thought right we would never guess that <laughs> it's like it checks out <laughs> so once i had that physical pain i started working with a um, functional medicine practitioner to figure out what was going on and I found a lot of gut issues that I had as a result. And so in order to heal for certain detoxification protocols, I was not eating dairy, gluten, sugar, that sort of thing. And one day my friend Ryan just brought me this almond milk that he had made. And he said, you can actually eat it. It's dairy-free, sugar-free, gluten-free, all that sort of stuff. And I just want you to have something. I know you're going through a really hard time. And I just want you to know, you know, this was made for you by a friend you know, to support you. So I took one sip and I said, you got to create a company out of this. You said, oh, that's delicious, huh? <laughs> it was healthy and fun and like, and good, healthy and good, which I feel like is a specific niche. Sometimes you can find either or, but I was so impressed. And then he kind of let me get my footing after all that pain I was going through. And then he officially approached me and asked if I would partner with him. And so we created a uh, holism. What's next for Lucy? <laughs> what a great question. So I have a couple things I'm really excited about. Next week, my audiobook comes out, the audiobook version of Daily Alignment. So wow. I'm thrilled about that. Wow. And I have okay. going on. And then I will say, as far as what is next, meaning what is the painting that I've painted, right? What's my vision I'm aligning with? I really want to have my own bookstore and create this beautiful space to for people to read and have it just be very unique and eclectic and just really delve into that world. With the people. bookstore with almond milk and what other drinks? No, just <laughs> yes, you got it. I'm going to have, it's going to have a combination of everything. Yep. Yep. Holistic bookstore. Is that, is that where Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard that you have a free meditation on your website, too, so uh, people can uh, 
download that, right? Was it 20 minutes meditation? Yes. So it's a 20 minute alignment experience. So it includes a lot of things I talked about today. Uh, we'll walk you through breathing techniques, sensory techniques, and a body scan to really help you get into that place of alignment and carry it throughout your day. So if you would summarize our conversation today, what's the three, three to four big uh, takeaways for you? I would say that awareness is key and just start starting to cultivate that awareness of where am I now and where do I want to be in terms of my physical body, my mental body, my emotional body, and my spiritual body. Being gentle on yourself and easy on yourself and just bringing in that mantra. I have a positive relationship with alignment. I have a positive relationship with bringing in new habits, whatever it is. But the power is within all of you. Well-being is natural and flowing to all of us. It's just about aligning with the skills and the tools and the habits that let it flow in your life. Well, you you brought us a lot of different techniques. They're amazing. I, I love them. I can still feel the one the, for cranial nerves. I think for people to take away from me, they need to just start. Even if it's a small step, very, very small step. And having the knowing that they can change their uh, situation and just just walk away maybe for what thirty or sixty seconds to step away and breathe, so they can potentially see a different angle. And they they heard a lot of different tools they can use, and hopefully that that will help. And I know that just to have the awareness, like you said, is a big deal awareness and knowing so yeah i i can't appreciate you enough and so happy that we had that conversation do you want to re, uh, tell people about uh, your website yeah yeah so you can reach me on my website it's lucybirdhope.com and bird is spelled with a y and my Facebook and Instagram are also Lucy Bird Hope. And you can get my book on Amazon, Daily Alignment by Lucy Bird Hope, or on my website. Awesome. I'm excited about audiobook. I'm, uh, I love audiobooks. So people, watch out for that audiobook. Or if you don't want to wait for the audiobook, go on Amazon and get Daily Alignment. The, the book title says it all, isn't it? Alignment <laughs> Daily. Daily Alignment. You have to, it's like tuning the instrument. You have to align every day. Exactly, exactly. Well, I really appreciate uh, your wisdom, your experience in your journey. It was very interesting and, and exciting for me and uh, amazing work you do and keep going and keep growing and changing the world. And I can't wait to see your next uh, chapter and I can't wait to talk with you again soon and uh, just amazing thank you, thank, so you. Much. thank you so much it's been a pleasure it's been my pleasure thank you I hope you found inspiration in Lucy's way of thinking remember the magic happens not just with the big steps but in the small mindful steps we take each day a heartfelt thank you to Lucy for sharing her expertise and guiding us toward the path of daily alignment. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share your thoughts below, and keep the conversation alive. Until next time, see you!